Hey friends, I want to thank you for listening once again. And in the spirit of transparency, I want to tell you how I am making these podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's literally the easiest way that I found that I can make a podcast. It's free and the app actually comes with uh, tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts get your actual audio and you don't have to do anything. That's beautiful. You can make money from it. There's no minimum listenership that you have to have in order to be able to create income from this podcast. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So you just have to download the free Anchor app or go to A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Hi there, this is Dr. Erica Jones and we are here with the Art of Transition podcast. I have a special guest that's on with us today. Her name is Miss Annie Lee Jones, and I could not be more proud to have her on with us. Miss Annie Lee Jones, why don't you say hello to our listeners and tell them who you are? My name is Mrs. Annie Lee Jones. And how do you know who I am? Yes, I know you because you're my little granddaughter, and I hope raise you right here in this house where I'm living at now. I'm so very grateful for that. I, I, I just I really don't know where I would be in life um, without you. And you know, I think that you said something uh, very, very special right there. For those of uh, the listeners who don't know, I am over 35 years old, and my grandmother is still in the same house that she raised me in. Can you just speak for a second, Granny, about ownership and why you were inspired to own your own home? I lived from house to house when I was married to my husband. I had seven children of my own, and uh, we had to move a lot because we worked on the farm and didn't have any money, but we raised our hogs and chickens, and we had food to eat. So we didn't worry about stuff like the young people's were about these days. I understand. So when you, the farm that you were working on, you were not living there. Is that correct? That's right. I was. I was living in the country. So what made you decide to buy your own house instead of renting from somebody else? Because um I got tired of working on the farm, and we we weren't uh, making any money. They uh, the farming 
man, we was farming with. He would take all the money in uh, another crop. We got out there and worked the whole year round in another crop. He said, we broke even. So me and my husband decided we had moved to town, and he got him a job working at the Ford place. And then uh, we decided we at will would buy us a house. Wow! So this was this was this was a partnership that yeah. you guys actually uh, decided to start, and that house to this day has raised how many generations? I believe five. Wow! <laughs> that is so amazing. Yeah. I just wonder how many people even dream to have four walls to be able to raise five generations how does that feel for you can you share with the listeners how that feels to be able to raise that many generations Lord, that's a blessing to me the lord has blessed me to uh still be here at 90 almost 91 years old and i'm still <laughs> babysitting the great 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 grand at night <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely grateful for you i can't say that enough oh my gosh i really can't say that enough and when you talk about you know raising generations uh, up in a family can you talk about what got you through some of the hardest times of your life like what helped you the most in times when you thought you might not make it well, by the time we didn't have the one car, and uh, it would just work me here and there, get up, fix breakfast for the children, take them to school, go pick them up, because my children always work a half a go to school a half a day and work a half a day. And uh, me, myself, I would go work for $2 a day, clean it white folks house for two dollars a day all day long oh my gosh so you worked for two dollars a day and then came home and took care of your own family yes did. lord lord that is that, that that's just phenomenal i'm almost at a loss for words just trying <laughs> to comprehend that how did you save any money making $2 a day? Well, we, we raised our own, own crops and, you know, and had chickens to kill and we would kill the chicken and clean them and eat them. And we had some hogs too. We would uh, kill the hogs so we had food to eat. But when we moved to town, then my husband got a job working, but he wasn't making that much money either. But uh, we just, the Lord just blessed us to survive. Granny, I think you definitely did more than survive. You have thrived <laughs> throughout so many decades. And you still have a smile on your face with everything that you've gone through. And you are truly my source of strength. 
when I get down or, you know, when I get sad, when I get tired, I always think about you and the stories, you know, that you tell us and the stories that you used to tell us just about how hard you used to work, not only at the farm, but at the workplace. Do you remember uh, uh, when you actually started to work and how hard it was to get a job? Yes. It was hard to get a job. I worked at the Delta Manufacturing for years, pressing uh, pajamas, folding them, pinning them, and folding them up. And then I finally got a job working at Ansel, and I would uh, operate the machine. I had to operate the machine and then sit, get back down there and take the goods as they come down there line for the people who aren't from uh the 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 area can you explain what ansel was what kind of company was that this is a factory that you were working in it was a factory where we made our condoms and gloves got you so you worked in a factory for how many years 20 plus years oh wow Plus, and what? Uh, get my children to school, and I taught them how to get them a job and go to work. They work, go to school a half a day, and then I go pick them up out of school uh, when I could, and uh, take them to their jobs. So you instilled the work ethic in them very early in their lives. Yes. And I appreciate that as well. My mother, as you know, instilled the same thing in me. And that's just really one of the things that I have to go back on. Um, As we wrap up this interview, I have one more question to ask you, Miss Annie Lee Jones. At 90 years old, how would you like to be remembered? You have so many years to reflect on and so many accomplishments and so many people that you've helped raise and so many people that you have helped and so many church services that you have been to, so many services that you have ushered in. I just would like to know, how would you like people to remember Mrs. Annie Lee Jones? Well, I would just like to be remembered as I am. And you know how I am. I try to help everybody that I can. If I can go give you a nickel if you don't have one and I have two, I would give you one of those. You literally are one of the most giving, sharing, and caring people that I know. And I continue to look up to you and just continue to hold you in such high regard. And I'm just thankful for you. Lord knows I would not be here without you. I thank you for being such a phenomenal woman and setting such a high standard uh, for all the other women in our family. We definitely have a lot to live up to. I just want to let you know, you know, and let the listeners know how much you've done, not just for me, but literally our entire family all seven of your children 
is and, and just l- the lineage that you have birthed is, is something else, Miss Annalie Jones. <laughs> well, I just thank you so much, and I love each and every one of you. I love you, Granny, and thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, we'll talk with you soon. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Bye.